Do you want to find joy in being both a parent and a business owner? Then come and play with us here at the Playful Mompreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Shelley Tonkin-Smith, and I'm on a mission to help moms to start and grow their own businesses in a way that's as simple and as fun as child's play. Join me as I talk about things like playful productivity, tools and tech, and building a special kind of business. A business that supports your desire to be a fully present parent and to have the time and space to truly connect with your kids. You'll also hear from other mompreneurs and some dadpreneurs who are rocking this double gig of parenting and business ownership, with some of them even throwing homeschooling into the mix. Get the inside track on both their struggles and what's working for them, and then use that as inspiration for building your playful business. You ready? Let's play. So recently, I had the pleasure of interviewing Wendy Ng on the Playful Montpreneur podcast. Wendy runs her own business as a dance and movement coach, and she specializes particularly in moms. She guides them to do what she calls Be You Joyfully. Doesn't that sound great? And I love how she combines the mindset and like life coaching piece with dance and mind-body connection. So you can listen to Wendy's full interview, if you haven't already, in the episode just before this one. But today, I'm going to be reflecting on some of the insights and key takeaways that Wendy shared, and of course, adding my own two cents worth. And this is something that I plan to do with all the guests that I interview on the show, because wowzers, there are so many amazing ideas and insights that come out of these interviews. And I want to try to give my guests as much of the mic time as possible so that both you and I can soak up their wisdom and hear about all of their real experiences of mompreneur life. But then I'm creating a space for us all to learn and reflect upon what the guests have shared and to figure out how we can integrate that into our own lives as playful mompreneurs. So with that, I'm now going to dive into my reflection on my chat with Wendy Ng. Number one, we had so much fun. Okay, so full disclosure, this was my first official interview of this series. And so I was a little nervous thinking about how it was all going to play out, how the questions were going to go, how the interview was going to pan out. But, and here's a tip if you're starting anything new like this, start with a friend. So Wendy and I were in a mastermind of women entrepreneurs led by Kaylin Asher in the second half of 2019. And as part of the mastermind, we got together for an in-person retreat in Philadelphia in the US. Remember when we could do things like in-person retreats? And so Wendy came from her home in Western Canada and I came from South Africa and we all met in Philadelphia in the US. So unlike quite a few of my other online biz buddies, Wendy and I have actually met in real life. And through the mastermind, we've shared a lot of parts of our business journeys together. Wendy then went on to become a client of mine as we worked together on launching her five-minute morning movement routine video, which is her opt-in, and the welcome sequence of emails that follows that. 
And by the way, you can get that morning movement routine. And what Wendy will do is to walk you through a set of simple stretches that will take just five minutes each morning as soon as you get up. It's a great way to start the day your way. And you'll be surprised to see how that can change the tone for the rest of the day. If you just have five minutes to yourself to do these stretches, hopefully that can then expand out to 10 minutes and maybe even 15 minutes. But just five minutes, you do these beautiful stretches and you can start the day your way. So you can find those at thewendying.com and I'll leave a link in the show notes. Okay. So now that you've got all that background, you can understand why it was so much fun just to get together and catch up with a friend. Even though I'd given Wendy the questions to prepare in advance, we had so much fun just chatting as well. And as I edited the episode, I realized that there was a whole lot of laughing too. (laughs) I kind of think that is going to be a theme of the Playful Mompreneur podcast, and so it should be. So I can put a check next to a playful first interview. Thank you, Wendy. So the next key takeaway is finding something to do just for you. So this is the second insight that I want to highlight for you, the dedicated, ambitious, hardworking mompreneur who feels like everyone needs her all the time time. So that is to find something to do just for you. In the interview, Wendy talks about her feelings of frustration and even disillusionment with what she calls adulting. It was at this point that her coach suggested that she found something to do that was just for her. So at that suggestion, Wendy knew exactly what she wanted to do. Dance. She had danced since she was a young girl and she had taught different forms of dance for many years, but when she'd become a mom, she'd stopped dancing. And so at this point in her life, she took it up again. And to make it happen, she had to create time and space for dancing. More on this later. But as she started dancing more often, Wendy realized that she could show up for her kids and for her husband and in her job and in the wider world in a more joyful way. She could show up more fully as herself. Dancing wasn't yet another thing that she had to do on the adulting to-do list. I'm sure you all know about that. Instead, it was something that fueled her, that enriched her that connected her to her authentic self, almost her childlike self. And in so doing, she then enriched the world around her. And I thought that was such a beautiful reflection. And to me, that sounds like play. Because play is seemingly purposeless, but it opens up this whole host of benefits and expansiveness that was beyond what we could have imagined. So now, over to you. What is one thing that you can do just for you? How are you going to play? And I think I'm going to be strict here. It has to be something 
as seemingly purposeless as possible. So I'm not talking about getting more playful in your business and doing things like Cruelette to Smithers, like I did in episode one, you can go and have a look at that, or like joining a challenge to see how many Instagram posts you can write in 24 hours. All of those things can be fun and totally have their place in a playful mompreneur business. But in this case, what I'm talking about is let's try and see if you can find something a little less functional, okay? So I'm going to give you an example from my life. I've signed up for a singing course on Udemy and I don't want to perform or I definitely don't want to do any singing exams, but I've always just loved singing. And so I thought it would be fun to work on my singing skills a little bit more. And so far it's been great. Already I'm realizing benefits I didn't intend. Like, (laughs) and I'm going to sit up right now because I need to open up my usually hunched shoulders that have been causing me neck and shoulder pain. And in singing, you've got to open up your chest and open up your belly and really do this breath work. And in working on my breath control, which is, of course, great for singing, it also feels a little meditative to me. So I'm getting this like really, yeah, just overall beautiful self-care experience in doing some singing lessons. So now Wendy's dancing and my singing, they're a little bit on this like performance art side. And if things like hand lettering or doing watercolor painting or those sort of kind of visual arts are sort of coming to you right now, those are great ideas. But I'd also just encourage you to choose a style of play that suits you. So maybe you want to do something more physical or sporty, like my husband who loves rock climbing. Or like many of my biz buddies who love going for walks and who are so good at going for regular walks in their business day. I say they're so good at it, but I know that those walks really fuel them. So maybe it could be something like that that you take up to do just for you. Okay, and before I move on, I also want to emphasize here, start small. Because you may be thinking... Shelly, like I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old right now and I'm trying to run my business and I've got to help out with my elderly parents and so on and so forth. So first of all, I just want to say to you, you are worth it. So if five minutes is all you can manage, and this is what I've got from Wendy's encouragement, if five minutes is all you can manage, then take that five minutes. That's all you need. And Wendy's morning movement routine would be perfect for you. And then, as Wendy says in the interview, that five minutes has then the potential to expand to 10 minutes. And then the 10 minutes can become 20 minutes. It doesn't have to. It can still just stay at five minutes. But there is this potential for expansion. And you will have carved out some essential space for yourself. Number three, on creating space. And so that brings me to the next big theme that came across during Wendy's interview, how she created time and space for herself. The key word there being created. And initially, this was just a small amount of space that then grew over time. She talks about the pressure of working full days as an OT while being a mom to her three children 
and then coping with all these other pressures of adulting. But instead of simply accepting that, oh, well, this is life and this kind of, oh, well, fatalistic kind of attitude, Wendy started taking small steps to change things. She created space for herself. And the first step was to recreate and reimagine her job. And so she collaborated with one of her colleagues, who is also a mom, and they created a job share arrangement. And this gave Wendy a whole day off. And what I want to emphasize is this took her four years to actually get right. Okay, so she started with really small steps. And I can imagine maybe it was just talking to this other colleague of hers, um, of starting to, you know, just test the waters with management in the organization. And it took her four four years to actually get this right. But she knew that she needed to create that space for herself. So initially, this was just for Wendy to get some me time and to handle all these household chores that would get in her down and all of those kinds of things. But then this could become the space and the time that Wendy could use to start her own coaching business. So I know because I worked with Wendy, uh, she's got a Wednesday. Wednesday in the middle of the week is her day to work on her coaching business essentially exclusively. And she's working a full day OT job on the other days of the week. So you may be listening to this episode and you're currently working a full-time job yourself. And you might be wondering how you're ever going to find the time to run your business and or start a new business as like a side hustle. And you might think you're going to have to wake up early, join the 5am club. Oh, that sounds awful to me. (laughs) Or cancel any plans that you had previously had for your weekends so that you can have your head down in work. Or perhaps you think that if you're really committed to this entrepreneurship thing, you're going to have to walk into work, flip the desk and say, I'm out of here. And look, I'm sure we've all fantasized about a desk flip moment. (laughs) Honestly, even as seasoned business owners, right? (laughs) But I think Wendy shows us a different way. In creating space within the relative security of her full-time job, She's been able to get the best of both worlds. This has allowed her one full day a week to work on her business without the pressure of also thinking, well, this business has to work or else I can't pay my bills. It's difficult to work under that kind of pressure. Instead, she's created the space to play in her business. And because of this, Her business isn't another pressurized thing to do. Of course, there's going to be pressures of delivery and that sort of things and then building this business and creating the website and everything else. But there's spaciousness to it. There's expansion to it. She's got this place to be more playful in her business is what I'm hearing from what she's she's shared. And her business also becomes something that energizes her. And that's even a self-care activity in itself. Isn't that wonderful that your work can be your play and your work can be a self-care activity as well? And it's this energy that overflows when Wendy works with her clients or runs a five-day dance challenge or when she's been visible on social media or other podcasts. She's been on several other podcasts. So by creating that space for herself 
and having just a few priorities, Wendy has been able to do more. And I'm particularly thinking about her coaching business here when I say more. So she's been able to introduce this new business into her life, but yet she doesn't feel like she's doing more, that she's got all this extra pressure on her plate. She doesn't feel that way in that chaotic, frenetic more of being, I'm so busy. Instead, she's doing exactly what she actually helps her clients to do, which is to be you joyfully. Takeaway number four, on your own unique pacing. So talking of being yourself, one of the things I learned from Wendy in this interview is that just as we are all unique in terms of our talents and personalities and so on, we are all free to embrace our own business growth at our own unique pace. I just love the calm with which Wendy talked about settling into a pace of business growth and development that was not only comfortable for her, but aligned with her business journey. She said, and I'm going to quote her here, The results I'm looking for in my business will show up when they are meant to. And no amount of hustling and losing sleep and creating stress in my life to make it work will bring my vision to life. I've had to learn that doing more and sleeping less does not equate to a successful, sustainable business. End quote. And I agree with this wholeheartedly. Even though sometimes I've felt so impatient to see results now in my business. But if these results can only be gained by cramming my every waking hour with work and then still stealing hours from my sleep time, then are those results really worth striving for? And if you feel in that impatience, I'm going to put that question to you as well. Instead, I feel that Wendy challenges all of us to get clear on our own unique priorities, the results that we really want to achieve and what lights us up. Once we're clear on that, we can step into a rhythm and a pace that works for us. And that's a nice little dancing metaphor there for you. And we can also feel secure in the knowledge that what is meant for us will not pass us by. As Wendy reflects, If she got all the clients or achieved the exact results she was aiming for in the early days of her business, she may not have had the capacity or the readiness to deliver and she would have been left feeling overwhelmed. But now, as she's dancing to the beat of her own drum, I can't help it guys, I can't help all these puns. (laughs) As she's dancing to the beat of her own drum, she's more ready to deliver and excited to do the work so she can show up with that new energy for her clients. And finally, takeaway number five, on mentorship, connection, and being open to help and support. The final point that I'd like to highlight kind of brings us back to the start, because as I mentioned, Wendy and I met in this business coaching mastermind, and one of the pieces of advice that Wendy offers at the end of the interview to mompreneurs who are starting out is to seek out mentorship and to connect with other entrepreneurs. And while we've just talked about, 
your own unique pacing and not rushing your goals or vision and like overworking and losing sleep to try and rush and force that vision. The good news is that there is a more effective way to accelerate your business growth. And that is through aligned coaching, mentorship, and finding a community of like-minded entrepreneurs who can encourage you on this journey. So Wendy talks about how the coach in the group coaching program she was a part of breathed belief, she says, into her. And because of this belief, she went on to start her own business. And Wendy continued to seek out support. So the mastermind that we were a part of being just one of those points of support. And so my takeaway from this is that we are solo business owners or aspiring solo business owners. And for many of us, that's exactly how we like it. We like doing things our own way. We like the flexibility it gives us. We love that our businesses can be an expression of who we are. All that good stuff. But we also all know that there are times when it gets lonely. When our poor partners or family members have had enough of hearing about our businesses. (laughs) When it feels like we're doing all of this all by ourselves. But the truth is, even though we have our own businesses We're not in this all on our own. In my experience, the journey of entrepreneurship has become so much richer when I've had the support and mentorship of a coach. And at different times in my journey, I've had life coaching. I've had business coaching within a mastermind. And right now I have an author coach who's supporting me to write my book. And I'm also part of an accountability group where we offer each other encouragement and support to achieve the goals we've set out to achieve for a quarter or a season. And I think without these supports, I would have quit this entrepreneurial journey a while ago. Either that or I would have had to impose even more on my husband for encouragement and support. And really, that's just not fair on him or our marriage. Instead, my network of biz buddies, coaches, and mentors can be that support for me. Much better for everyone involved. Now, I'm just going to mention that you can make connections with other mompreneurs in free groups, through other social media, through referrals, and those kinds of ways. So all the free kind of ways of connection. And these are great avenues to get the support that that you need and really we should all make use of these free ways to connect and get support all the way through our business journey and I'd say both giving and getting that kind of support but there may come a time where you may have to consider paying for the support you need so this might be in the form of a paid membership or a group coaching program or one-on-one coaching it all depends on your need and I'm not saying that you should rush into anything like that right away after you've you know, pressed stuff on this podcast, but I do want to put it on your radar so that you can start researching coaches and mentorship programs that you'd love to be a part of and that you really believe will enrich you and give you that, the kind of support that you are after. And as you do that, start setting some money aside. So that when the time does come for that additional support, that you've got both the funds available, or at least like some kind of a start of the funds available, 
And then you also have this list of people that you'd like to consider to uh, be your coach or memberships that you'd like to be a part of. So set that down in some kind of wish list, have that there and ready so that when the time comes, it's not like something where you go, oh, well, I can't afford it. Let's start planning for that growth. Let's start planning to put that support in place, but doing so in a very planned and not rushed way. Okay, one minute warning, guys. This play date's nearly over. Yes, time for my closing remarks. So continuing on the thread of community and mentorship, I am so excited for everything that we've got coming your way with this podcast. Really, I'm busy working on the list of guests that we've got coming up on the podcasts, and we've got some absolute powerhouses of mompreneurs, and maybe even some dadpreneurs coming your way. So I'm going to ask you to please right now subscribe to the podcast and then be sure to tune in each week. There will be the interviews and then my reflections on the interviews. And then I'm going to try and spice it up with little teachings on mompreneurship, tech tools, time management, all sorts of things. I'll try and, you know, every every sort of three episodes or so, I'm not going to give you a rule, of course, but we will have the mix of interviews, reflections, and then teaching podcasts. That's the end of our Mompreneur Playdate today, but come again soon. Subscribe and tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. But the best way to make sure that you don't miss an episode and to get free bonus content is to get onto the Playful Mompreneur email list at playfulmompreneur.com. That's also where you'll find the show notes for today's episode. So head to playfulmompreneur.com and sign up there. And then playing is even more fun with friends, right? So please share the Playful Mompreneur podcast with all your mompreneur friends by sending them over to playfulmompreneur.com or Tell them to search The Playful Mompreneur on Apple Podcasts or wherever they listen to podcasts. You can also help me to spread the word by leaving a favorable review on Apple Podcasts. I'd absolutely love that. Thanks so much for tuning in, spreading the word, and most of all, being playfully and wonderfully you. Now it's time to go off and be a playful mompreneur.